Every day we hustling at Pilots and Pictards Podcast. Welcome to the Pilots and Pictards Podcast. This is Drew. I'm the pragmatic and bleeding heart cyclops of this podcast. I'm Jimbo, the anti-millennial, non-conforming, existentialist, pilot critic, and Kenya the podcast. Liz, mother of cat, the spark plug, is out for this week. And I'm the magically undefeated Miss Mo, master of spoilers and lover of nobos. And this is the podcast with nothing much ado about aircrafts or flying objects, and potentially everything ado with the first episode of a filmic series. And our audience, for all you white guys that listen to podcasts, our audience is for our future daughters. So have that lens in mind. Baby Jamie, a little messy, uh, little Emma. Here's a disclaimer. Petard is a word. It's a real word. And petards are bombs. Look it up, read your Shakespeare, or uh, grab your, you know, pay attention to your Shakespeare poster in your room, because I'm sure you're a really good reader. Uh, Palatin Petards is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. And we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Public Libraries, for this ad-free listening. Here's a real quick fuck you to Crooked Media for your crooked piece of shit ads. And here's a quick fuck you to Dennis Miller. According to Twitter, you doubled down on hating comics. All right, thanks for taking that stand, you brave baby boomer you. We're very proud that you got up the courage to, you know, get out there and share your truth. So contact us to sponsor a show or slander a rival. If you enjoyed today's ad-free listening, then you owe us. We could stack never-ending crooked ads. We could create sob stories as to why we need your money, but we don't. Repay your debt by leaving us an iTunes review. Go on iTunes, leave us a review, or just, you know, give us a rating. And we have so many five-star ratings right now, you know, we could take a couple fours if if, if be so. <laughs> or if you've already given us that ratings, thank you. Tell someone else about our podcast to pay your debt. So now for today's episode. Join us as we cast judgment to determine if the Netflix British import The Bodyguard, starring the King of the North. King of the North. Will be hoisted or not hoisted? That is the question. And join us in a couple days for the extended discussion. This will be our spoiler-free evaluation. So give us 20 minutes and we will let you know whether this show is worth watching or not. And we're going to jump into our background. Mo, you want to lead us? I think you have some background. Yeah. I watched it after the King of the North. I don't know the actor's name. Richard Madden? A.K.A. the King of the North. He's kind of a big deal. He's all over the place. I only ever saw him in Game of Thrones and now this. So, And he won a Golden Globe for his performance. So it kind of put the show on my radar. And we watched it and it just blew right through the whole season. One of our loyal listeners, Shrek Breath, has been just requesting us to watch this show for a while as well. So, Oh, okay. Shrek Breath is very opinionated. Oh, yes. Um, and one thing that Jimbo noted on the show notes is, interestingly enough, this is the most watched BBC drama uh, since Doctor Who in 2008. So this show's pretty popular in America, wildly popular in England. Uh, this show was recommended to me by Shrek Breath, but also by a couple of other people. And it was also on some Netflix watch list. Those articles were like, hey, watch this on Netflix. And oftentimes those are more fun to read and watch the trailers than actually watch the shows. But this was a good show. Spoiler. That's a spoiler for our evaluation, not an actual series spoiler. And Drew is going to hit us with that two-sentence summary. 
Okay. SSO David Budd saves a train full of innocent people from a terrorist bombing. What is his reward? He's guarding one of the most important politicians in England, whether she likes it or not. How will David bodyguard when the politics start popping? Tune in to see if you should give a steaming pile of crap. And we're going to move into part one, as I mentioned, spoiler free. We're going to talk about our highs and our lows. We're going to evaluate the pilot and get into our judgment and let you know whether we are going to watch this series. Drew, why don't you hit us with maybe first impression, high or low? You know, I'll hit a high point. Um, This show, which kind of like oozes a lot of machismo and does have some like high tension, high action points, also really has really cool, complicated family elements. Um, When we learn more about SSO David Budd's home life, um, there's a lot of cool layers to it. And then there's a lot of a ton of showing, not telling. There's very little exposition about his home life, but we're shown a lot of things and we connect a lot of dots on our own. So that was great. Did you notice a lot of the exposition was actually like the news and TVs in the background kind of adding storytelling and like world building as to the conflicts? This is actually the second time I watched the pilot and there were a ton of details like in the show you're talking about and when he's like scanning Wikipedia that I did not notice the first time. So I think you're right, Jimbo. This show does a great job exposition dumping in the least lame possible way. Hoisters that haven't watched yet, you need to pay attention. Like if you really are going to stick it's another spoiler if you want to watch this series there's a lot of detail and the pilot is a lot more important than you might think on your first viewing so that's that's kind of uh saying something about the show as well Mm -hmm. yeah what about you mel i just think it had a strong intro and had a strong you know high high action high suspense scene high tension but without kind of, you know, sometimes when you get hit in the face with that right when you start a show, it's it could be off-putting. But I thought they did a really good job of that whole scene on the train. And and I will say it wasn't that macho because there was the police in that scene were, were women too. Yeah, but I, I think there was like a macho action vibe, you know. But you're right. There was good representation with the police officers. I was going to say, I think like Mo said, it builds suspension tension really well. We're just conditioned. You know, we talked about last, last week with, with you, we're conditioned to want the two people we meet to get together. We're also conditioned to want something bad to happen. Like when you're like on an eerie, like train ride and there's suspicious people, we kind of want something like action to happen. And I, and another thing, I think this show does a great job of building action without using any violence. Yeah. Mm. And he did a good job at, of building, mm. painting the picture of, the day-to-day life of a politician. They do that pretty briefly in this pilot. And obviously the series goes on, but I thought that they did a good job at building the political piece and the political commentary and incorporating that into the dialogue. Kind of like what you were saying about the background TVs and medias, but it even translates into the way the relationships are built. Well, I think they also did a good job of, revealing the mundanity of like guarding someone you know because like the bodyguard is like on point paying attention all day every day the whole time and it's not like they only showed him doing his job when like shit went down they also showed him just standing there turning and looking turning and looking turning and looking listening to his earpiece turning and looking and i was like cool like that's that's good storytelling yeah, the the editing and the choices and what they were incorporated, like what images. 
Because I thought the same thing when they were showing his PTSD, too. Here, Shrek Breath's going to like this because this is a high-low. Did anybody else think this was long? I more felt like it was a really slow start. So Mo, Mo said she liked the opening. I did like aspects of the opening as well. But re-watching it especially, and even the first time I watched it, I was like, we're like a third of the way through the show, and I don't think this opening scene matters anymore. It took a while to get the show going. And in fact, this is going to go into another low point. As a viewer, I have no idea what the series conflict is after watching almost 60 minutes of the pilot. The pilot does a terrible job for a for a pretty good pilot. This is I can't believe that I don't know what the conflict is. Like what do you mean you don't you don't know like what the conflict is? Like I think the conflict is slowly revealing and you don't really know the conflict until maybe episode 3 or 4. Spoilers, Jimbo. No, that that doesn't spoil anything. I feel like you do get a sense. Well, we can talk about it a little bit more, but... Mo, I kind of agree with Jimbo. I think... Well, here's the thing. I think we're kind of genre mashing here, because I think we're getting a human drama is the majority of what we're getting, but we're getting a human drama set in, like, an action-y kind of setting, or at least with an expectation of action. So I think that even though the show puts in the work and the effort to, like, you know, paint a picture of humanity... Um, I think we still have expectations in terms of like a serialized drama. And I think the show lies somewhere in between. So it's doing a great job painting a full picture of David Budd. It's not doing such a great job setting up serialized storytelling. It could have been a short film. It could have ended at the end. That's true. I think because each, like the first, it it feels like it was broken up into thirds. And it isn't in, if you, it's not until you watch the whole series that you understand like the relevance of some of those parts. You know what I mean? It comes up later, but as a standalone pilot, I can see why you, you would say that, Jimbo. But I do think they build the tension. No, the tension's there. The tension's there. Suspense is there. There's a lot of little things going on, and so what's what's really going on is kind of unclear. Yeah, like what's the conflict? Is the conflict that? Let's talk about this during 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 part two. So extended discussion. So Hoister, stay tuned. The extended discussion. We we are gonna um, hash out this conflict issue. Yeah, let's just move on to watch or rewatch, right? Okay, so Hoisters, we're gonna move into the moment before the moment we've all been waiting for. Are we going to continue with this series? And I already watched it, so I think that counts to say that I watched it. I, I finished the series today. It it is short. It's six episodes. In case we, I, I don't think we mentioned that yet. It's only six episodes. The last episode is like seventy something minutes, so it's a long last episode. But um, yeah, it's it's a nice, fairly, fairly concise series. I rewatched it as well, like I already said. So, did 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 you rewatch the whole series? I I just recently finished it, like I don't know, a week ago. Oh, okay, cool. I watched up to the third episode. And then I don't even remember what show I started watching after that. I might have watched a pilot, but I did not watch the other episodes. Um, maybe. I'm watching Steven Universe right now. Where are you watching it? Because I can't find it. Hulu. Hulu doesn't have it. Yes, it does, Mo. It does. It's not showing up on mine. Go to the search what bar. The Try fuck? more. I did. Uh... All right. I'm going to send you screenshots. Drew watched the second episode. That I mean, that kind of counts as watching. Yeah. Yeah, he watched yeah, it into the, the third, third even. I did. I watched the third episode. Okay, then yeah. Hey, cool. So we all watched. So you, you guys should probably check it out. And now the moment 
we've all been waiting for. To hoist or not to hoist, that is the question. For any new listeners, this is where we judge this pilot. If it is a good pilot, it will be not hoisted. And if it is a bad pilot, we will hoist it. And I think we all agree. This is a a pretty good pilot, and I'm not going to hoist it. Not hoist. I'm not hoisting. Of course not. So that's a by-unanimous decision. The pilot for Bodyguard titled Episode 1. Actually, dude, we got to talk about this. British shows, they, they can't come up with a title for their... Why are you hating on this shit, man? Half of the, ti- half of the pilots we've watched are titled Pilot. <laughs> That's different. Why? Well, because they don't title Episode 2, Episode 2. That'd be like me writing a poem, and I name my poem, Poem. And I write another poem, and I name it Poem 2. That's, that's, that's lame. Be more like writing a poem, giving it a title, and then like not t- sharing people the name of your notebook. I mean, I feel like the British are a shrewd people. But usually the title tells you something besides just that it's the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh episode. The Good Place is titled Chapter 38, Chapter 39, Chapter 40. Well, that, I love is, that, show. that is stupid. I, I think Brits just love structure and they just want. They don't want anyone confused if you accidentally. So I will episode give them this. One. You will <laughs> not accidentally watch the fourth episode because you're sharing a streaming account with someone. <laughs> and it seems like they have a good system. Ah, I just... I Mo, think did you ever get enjoyment from the weird-ass names of Lost episodes, or did you just hit next episode? I think sometimes I noticed, but I don't think I ever, like, in, like picked up on anything that... Titles matter. Titles matter. They, it was confusing when I was rewatching Game of Thrones, and especially when um, my partner was, like, going ahead of me, because then I would have no idea where we I had left off. So you kind of wish that Game of Thrones was just called Episode 45 and Episode 46. <laughs> and now we're going to move into Mo's favorite part of the show. It's the put it anywhere, guys. Quest for the best. The put it anywhere, but there, guys. We uh, revised it. <laughs> the put it anywhere, but there, guys. Quest for the best. <laughs> yes, Hoisters. And we have a running list of the best and worst pilots ever. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it and you can check out our running list. And we are about to place the pilot episode titled episode one cleverly titled episode one into the list of best and worst pilots ever drew and i are both looking around the same area mo over or under friday night lights i think it's better than you yeah that's a little higher than drew drew and i it's higher than i was saying you were so shallow i didn't think this was better than friday night lights but it's better than you you is above Friday Night Lights mode. This is why you should open a tab with the quest for the best, which is what I do every time. Same here. And Hoisters, you can do the same I thing. I just want it to be better than you. That's going to be difficult because... Um, difficult mode. You're about to get boxed out. Wait. Oh, because last week I let you guys box me out and let put you above Friday Night Lights and I didn't want it there. I, yeah, you didn't have a good argument, dude. I mean, it just was shallow and Beck was so annoying. There was um, some feedback about about you being racist against Beck because she was white. You can't be racist against white people. Ooh, they're going to probably comment about that one, too. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Fine. Fine. (laughs) Words mean things. Okay. Race indicates power. White people have all the power, so you can't be racist against people that are holding the power. All right. There you go. Take that. (laughs) Who who was it? Was it Zero? It wasn't Zero, was it? Zero and honest John, you know, we're hate. We're, well, I I don't know if they're actually hating on you, but just just pointing out that you're being racist. It's just use a different word. You can say prejudice. 
I'll take that. There you go. I'll take that. I feel, so I we feel that out. no remorse. Okay. I had your back. I, I also told him I didn't like her either. <laughs> but I enjoyed you better. I also enjoyed you more than this. Yes. Yeah. I, I had a better time watching you. It moved faster. That's the thing. It, we can take away the fact that the bodyguard was long, but the bodyguard also moved really slow. Yes. The bodyguard has a lot higher rewatch or watch rewatchability, but I don't think it was necessarily a better pilot. So whatever, put it anywhere. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but there. Okay. So <laughs> would I like the Westworld pilot better as well? Westworld pilot was also slow. The further we get away from the Westworld pilot, the more I don't know. Like I thought I would go watch some more episodes of Westworld. I didn't. You should. But anyways. The bodyguard is actually struggling from the same the same issue I had with Westworld is what the hell was the conflict? So they're actually really sim- similar, except I think Westworld was a lot more entertaining, thus making it better. All right, Mo, you make the call. Above or below Westworld? Above. And below Friday Night Lights? We got a new number 27. Fucking you. Ugh, don't understand. Yeah, you just have to live with that. And it's called you. You wanted to complain about titles? Yeah, the title that part sucks. was funny. I listened to our episode last week. It was great. <sighs> okay, whatever. It's over. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, so now we're moving into the Petardar. This is where we do recommendations based on today's viewing and conversation. And before Jimbo says anything because he ripped on me in the notes, I am recommending 1993's The Bodyguard with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Classic, even without the soundtrack, but add the soundtrack and it's amazing. Uh, guys, go back and have a little Kevin Costner renaissance. It's a real strong period, 1991 and 1994. You got uh, Prince of Thieves in there, too. Drew, when was the last time you watched that movie? Oh, a million years ago. I don't have to watch it, man. My Nobo tells me it was fun. All right. Um, I also want to throw out a book called The Best and the Brightest by David Halberstam. It was about the advisors who took the United States to the Vietnam War That'll come out a little bit more in our dangling threads, but it's a very good book. And if you read it, you'll be kind of set for our extended discussion next week. And then I am going to recommend V for Vendetta, the film, not the comic book. I think uh, this, what the show is going to develop a little bit more, if you continue to watch the series with the uh, government conspiracy, I think V for Vendetta does very well. One of my favorite movies. Mel, you got, you got anything for the hoisters? I'll put on the Patardar the Reigns of Castamere episode of Game of Thrones. Season 3, episode 9. Wow. Season 3, episode 9. There you go. Thanks for the episode number, Drew. That'll make it yeah, really that easy was for our listeners. Very impressive. <laughs> GOT fans know which one that is. Um, and Netflix put Bodyguard on my watch list because I had watched House of Cards. So, um, yeah. Well, let's watch. I'll recommend the British version of House of Cards. Okay. Less problematic. <laughs> right. I mean, I did watch the most current season because I just wanted to know. It was just so awkward the way they avoided everything about. He who shall not be named. He who shall not be named. So this concludes the mini-sode for Bodyguard Episode 1. Join us in a few days for the extended discussion where we let the spoilers flow like wine. We will dive deeper into the stories and themes. Follow our blog, Twitter, Facebook group. Check out Jake Drew, who produced our intro and outro music. Every day we hoistland, pilots and petards out. Every day we hoistland. Pilots and petards pod.